episode 15 of the tray welcome back you taint lickers we're gonna start this off real hot this is gonna be question number one you already know who this fucking question is about it's called the slim reaper in um brooklyn katie's back in on the nets so what does this mean for their title hopes if Kyrie irving and ben simmons are all in as well john i'll let you start this one off here dude first of all fuck kd for all this like dramatic bullshit like this is so annoying that after all this time like he finally just says all right i'm just going back to the nets like dude i got excited thinking about him coming to the celtics bro if we had kd even if we had to give up tatum smart bro whoever else some draft picks i don't give a fuck dude we got him and tatum we're winning the chip but despite that um Dude, if they get Kyrie back and he's playing at least 65 games, they get Ben Simmons playing 65 games and they can get maybe, I don't, like, I'm hoping he can get back to where he was, but, like, say they get 70% out of him. I mean, I think this team is going to make it to the conference finals they're just too fucking stacked dude and i know the nets like yes they have problems every year but they're dude this is finally the year you would you would hope it's finally the year where they'll have a full team everyone's going to be healthy everyone's playing um can we bet on that would i bet my money on that probably not but based off the question if they're all in yeah then i do think that they have a pretty good opportunity at least make it to the conference finals. I don't know if they get hot and Ben Simmons is the player that he was before and he's not fucked in the head. I think they could fucking win a championship. I would, I choose them as the title favorites. No, but is it crazy to think? I don't think which one, which one conference finals or chip? No, I think, no, I, I would predict a conference finals, but if someone said, hey, they think they could win the chip, I wouldn't think that's outrageous. Justin? Um, yeah, so I also hate KD, and I'm t- tired of his shit. Um, but, like, also everyone hates Ben Simmons and Kyrie Irving, maybe even more at this point. And when you look at those three, um, they've all kd's been consistently playing the past few years like when he can when he's not hurt he's always out there competing but Kyrie and simmons are absolute head cases um so you have no idea what you're going to get out of them i guess skill wise yeah those three would be amazing but i think chemistry obviously matters a ton the celtics were kind of a team built on chemistry i feel like um that made it to the finals and i think they'd have no chemistry because Durant basically set shit all over his coach. I think he hates Ben Simmons based on things I've seen. Um, I think everyone hates Ben Simmons. And then I don't even think that like Kyrie and Katie are probably getting along. So, I mean, we'll see, but it could just be a shit show. I'd say second round of the playoff exit. Okay. Even after all of that, they make it to the second round. What do you mean? They're still... Yeah, I mean, they still have Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, and Ben Simmons. You were saying, like, championship. Oh, I'm They're not, not going to lose to the fucking Hawks. I mean. Yeah, but you just said all that shit about them, and you're still going to say second round? Yeah, the second round isn't good. Okay. When you have Kevin Durant, Kyrie, and Ben Simmons. We'll you also play in a conference we'll with Philly, Milwaukee. First of all. And in Miami. First of all, Bert, yeah, they don't the conference finals for them. All right, yeah, go. I told you last week this was going to happen with Kevin Durant. Okay, we need to stop taking what this man says seriously. I mean, he fucking tweets like he's a fucking fourth grader. Um, he's calling out his GM. He's calling out his coach. He's calling out the whole fucking city of Brooklyn. It really doesn't mean shit. Because um, underneath it all. He doesn't know what the fuck, what the fuck he wants. Um, I mean, also, side point here, you know, you said no one's a Ben Simmons fan. I'm kind of a closet Ben Simmons fan. No way. Um, <laughs> because the guy is good and everyone hates the man. Um, 
I mean, like, he didn't really blow up the Sixers that bad anyway. Um, like, I think I would hate him more if we never made that trade and he was still on the Sixers. Um, but the guy's fucking talented. He's, like, a chill dude. Um, I mean, that's what happens when you pay these, like, these fucking kids $200 Why isn't million. Why is he now, you know? I think he's good, too, but... But I also I think if he, if he has the pressure of only being the third best player on a on a team, on a really good team, I think that plays well for his mindset too, where he doesn't feel that pressure to have to be like the guy or the second best guy and, and always have to, and maybe perform in those top moments, considering he still can't shoot. I think so. But I also think more to Ben Simmons, it's like, I never thought he fit in with the Mets. He can't shoot the ball. You already have Kyrie Irving who needs the ball in his hands. You already have Kevin Durant who needs the ball in his hands. Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving don't even like each other. I don't see Ben Simmons really fitting into that trio that well, to be honest. Um, and also, like, yeah, the question is, like, if they're all in, what the fuck does that even mean for Kyrie Irving, like, to be all in? Because this man hasn't been all in for the past six years of his career. Yeah, exactly. So I don't really know if, if you can even call him being all in. I mean, maybe it's just, is he is he going to actually play basketball? Um, that would be a first step for that motherfucker. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Um, I think their team gets blown up. I think that they lose first round of the playoffs. And I don't think they keep. Kyrie Irving, Ben Simmons, and Kevin Durant on the same team when they reach the playoffs. I just think that at second the second round prediction is if they're all playing, but that's okay. not likely. That's fair. Yeah, at that point. Well, if they're all playing at that point, you'd have to hope that they'd figure something out. Unless yeah. one of them had gotten injured for like half the year, which is kind of likely considering all three of those players. I'd say it's more likely than not one of those players – misses half the year i i agree also yeah. kd and Kyrie both played in the playoffs and they still got their asses kicked yeah and their, their chemistry is going to suck if they're not all playing together so yeah. i kind of like the second round um i was just defending myself because burke was giving me shit about it it's the no, I kind of fun, so much but, shit about them and then you there's a lot the second round oh yeah, I, was I, don't think, I don't think the second round is that good but that's okay Okay. I'm going to go second round, too, if they're all playing. I'm going to say conference finals, so I can pass that. All right, topic number two here. Um, Can the the Warriors run it back this upcoming season? Justin? Um, Yeah, definitely, because no other team got so significantly better that it's like the Warriors don't have a chance anymore. You know what I mean? Like, there were a lot of moves in the offseason, but there was nothing with, you know, one of the best superstars in the league moving. Um, so I just kind of feel like the Warriors were the best team or one of the best teams, and they've retained everything and their younger players like Jordan Poole <clears throat> and Wiseman are just going to improve, and their chemistry is just amazing. So I feel like, of course, they can run it back. <clears throat> the only reason they wouldn't have been able to run it back is if like Katie went to the Suns or something. And I would have said, no, they have no chance. Like, I think that team's going to win the championship, but yeah. That's fair. Basically, basically. Yeah. I think, or if Katie had moved anywhere that was already stacked, that could have really changed the standing in the league. Like, but I think the Warriors definitely could run it back. I mean, for me personally, I think the Bucks are my favorite to win it. Um, but I agree. I don't really see a team that has got that much better to the point where they're a clear contender over the Warriors. I mean, yeah, I think there's going to be steeper competition when you look at the Clippers, you look at the Nuggets, um, hopefully the Lakers, but don't bet on that. Um, a lot of the teams then, and then the Celtics got better. I think the Bucks, if they have Middleton, they're going to be healthy. I don't think the Warriors run it back. Um, but they certainly should be one of the contenders to do it. And, and perhaps, I mean, the best contender, cause why not? They didn't lose anyone. Jordan pulls a beast. Like you said, who knows if Curry's 
I mean, hey, he could he could be getting more like, uh, you know, better in the playoffs per se. You know, yeah. he could fuck just maturing a little bit. So we'll see. Berk. They're probably going to be really quick. They're probably going to be like one of the power rankings, I would assume, like you said. I yeah. Mean, they won and nothing's really changed with the team. All right. Berk, yeah. Yeah. Um, I Can they win the championship? Yes. Do I think they will? No. Um, and I know you think this is an annoying point, Justin, but I'm just going to say it. I think the Warriors had s- such an easy run to the finals this year. Oh, it did. I mean, listen, like they played the Nuggets who, yeah, they had the league MVP, Nikola Jokic, but I mean, him by himself, he's not going to be able to beat a team that that's good in the in a four in a seven game series. Um, and then they went up against a young Grizzlies team, where Ja got hurt in that series, also, even though he wasn't playing that well in some games. But that does. But still, it was still. It's like just having him on the floor has a lot of impact. Um, yeah, it's like when the Heat beat the Thunder. Yeah, and then they played again like they played a team with a solo superstar again with Luca, and it's like a team yeah. that can only go so far in the playoffs I mean like they didn't have to play the Suns who I feel like before yeah, the Sun- but, they but were how the can best. you say but how can you say that like they got it easier when the Suns were that shitty in the playoffs like it's their fault that they lost like you could well, argue I just the think Warriors. they match up better overall okay yeah that's kind of what I'm saying I just um, feel like they lost because the Mavericks were better. And the yeah. Well, people. no, they did play better. I mean, like, Luke had 27 points in the game seven at half, and the Suns themselves, the whole team only had 27 points at half. So, hideous performance. Yeah, dude, that's the worst game seven performance ever. Uh-huh. Yeah. So bad. Well, they might not have made it out of the East, but I still think that they definitely were the best team in the West because All I don't right. really – See they were the best team for sure all right all right we're talking about this later we're getting off topic all right um but basically all right and then the warriors they played the mavericks and then they played the celtics who i feel like honestly gassed out in the finals at some points um like i feel like they didn't know how to play celtics... one of these third and fourth quarters and they just blew a ton of games that they should have had in their, had in the their celtics pack. were a middle of the pack team for most of the regular season. No, dude, in the in the beginning of the season, they were garbage. And then at New Year's came and they totally turned it around. Yeah, like I'm not saying they weren't really good, but the Celtics have had much better squads. I mean, in recent years with like Kate, no, not Pierce and Ray Allen. <laughs> yeah, well, obviously they have better teams, but yeah. like, you know what I mean? Like, it's not the strongest team. I mean, they wouldn't have beat the Bucs if they no, had... No, but that's why I'm saying... I mean, this also leads into the next topic. But I was going to say, like, the Celtics, like, they're, in a sense, like, yes, I think they should have went for KD, but they're also going to run it back with essentially the same team with some upgrades. And they're just going to have one more year of or experience under their belt. And they just made it to a finals and went to game six. So, like, I think they're in a pretty good position. They got Brock. Um, but basically, yeah, all now, all right, I got to get back to the original point about the Warriors. Yeah, finish um, up here, huh? Yeah, basically, the West has gotten way more stacked. Last podcast, we talked about how there's like literally like, like eight legit teams in the West this year. Um, so I think they're going to have a way harder run to the finals. And then in the East, like, I know I got to agree with you, Ollie. Like, I do think the Bucks are the favorites, and I just, I mean, yeah. even if they do match up with the Warriors in the finals, the, the who do the Warriors have to stop Giannis? So, yeah, um, yeah. So I I think they they can because you know obviously they still have a great squad, but at the same time, like I wouldn't bet my money on it this year. All right, next topic here. This leads into this pretty well. So Celtics acquired Brogdon and Gallinari, which I didn't know. Um, how will they contend in the East this year after making it out of the East last year, Justin? Um, uh, they definitely got better. And do they still have Derek White, Burke? Yeah, they kept Derek White. Yeah. Ugly they're just ex- they're extremely deep. I mean, they kind of 
they have even guys that came up in their own system, like Grant Williams and Peyton Pritchard, who are even good. Wow, uh, Peyton. I thought yeah. his first name was Perry for the long really? time. <laughs> Dude, he's a little bulldog. Like, he's like a little beefy guy. He doesn't yeah. even look like a basketball player. Oh. But uh, uh, so my prediction, honestly, though, is I would say they definitely did get better but I just don't see them as as good maybe as they were this past year. I mean, they were really impressive um, and they made it to the finals, but I don't know, for some reason, I just don't see them making it out again. Like I'd see the Heat or the Bucks making it out over them. Um, so, you know, I'd probably rank them as like my third in the West or the third in the East right now, I mean. Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, I think Burke... I kind of agree with what Berg was saying last. I mean, I don't really have any reason to think that other than the Bucks. I mean, with Malcolm Brogdon, he was literally born to be a Celtic. I mean, the man bleeds fundamentals. I think I, I said it last podcast. I have zero doubt in my mind he has a tattoo on his body. Um, he's just a great player. And he, he just fits him so well. And, and really, I think that's what the Celtics were missing. Um, if they still have Derek White, that's just a plus. Um, I don't know, man. They're they're real deep now with Brogdon. I think they might be able to beat the Bucks. Um, but literally just because of Giannis, I'm gonna take the Bucks. I think Celtics lose in the conference finals, but it depends on the seating, right? I mean, it, it depends when they play the Bucks. Yeah. Um, you know things like that. So I think they're the second best team. Yeah, I mean, you think about that starting lineup right now. They have Brogdon as their point guard, smart shooting guard, Jalen Brown, small forward, Tatum power forward, and then Time Lord as your center, dude. Like, that's fucking sick. Like, yeah. on both – that's, like, the one of the best two-way squads in the league, honestly. It's pretty nice. Um, and Jalen Brown showed yeah. out. Yeah, Jalen Brown balled out. And then you still have your bench. You still got Derek White. You still have Grant Williams. You still have Al Horford. You still have Peyton Pritchard. Like, you still have Tice. Like, you still have all these dudes. Um, Like, they're going to be stacked. Like, I think they're going to be the best version of this Celtics team that we've seen. But that being said, I think we're going to see the best version of the Bucks team we've ever seen. And I also think we're going to get the best version of this Nets team we've ever seen. So because of that, I think the Celtics are going to lose in like the second round to the, either the Bucks or the Celtics if they, or, or the Nets, if they play them. But why would they, yeah, they probably won't though, but yeah. Who do the Bucks pick up? <clears throat> the Bucks. Yeah. Um, honestly, I haven't followed their offseason too much, but I don't think they lost yeah, they anyone. Yeah. Um, I know they kept Bobby Portis, but yeah. Well, that's a big keep. No, I mean, it is kind of... <laughs> I mean, in my opinion, the Heat and the Celtics are kind of close, and I think the Bucs are the best, but I think those three are the best teams. And then the Nets have the potential to be, but I'm not going to say it yet. Yeah, you can't you can ever sleep on the Heat. And we've learned that in the past. Just because um, um, they made it to the finals before, I don't know. I feel like exactly. I have faith in Jimmy Butler, but we'll Same. see what happens. I don't yeah. know. I got to see Jimmy Butler's health. That's the only thing. Yeah. Um, you know, because, yeah, like they made it to the finals, and then the next year they lost in the first round to the Bucks, and his health was an issue, um, yeah. staying healthy the whole time. And this year he made it far, but he's, his body started breaking down in those – conference finals like so we'll see if next year he can keep it up because like i mean when healthy like dude he's a top 10 player but yeah i i I can't bet on that and especially with the emergence of these other teams so we'll see all right topic number four here Suns lose to this in the second round of the mavericks where do you think they will rank in the west after having the best record in the league last season justin um, I think that they're still going to be very good and like a, a, at the top of the West, but I think the Warriors are definitely better. 
um, at this point after they just won. And then I just think that after two years ago when the Suns lost to the Bucs in the finals, I think that was their best opportunity that they were ever going to have. And I think that they blew it. And I think after last year, they're going to be kind of like demoralized. Like that was a terrible loss in the playoffs. And I think they'll have a good regular season still, but I think they might get surpassed by a team like the Grizzlies in the standings. A little hungrier, yeah. And I don't think they'll necessarily be – yeah, I'd put them at, like, the three seed, and I don't think they're going to win the championship. I totally – I don't think they ever will. Yeah, I mean, I totally agree with that, and it's it's hard to disagree with that because, I mean, like you said, it's like what a demoralizing loss they had. Chris Paul is only getting older. He already got his chance at the chip. I mean, they didn't blow it, but Giannis fucked him. For whatever reason, though, I just have some weird, like, vision that Chris Paul is going to be holding the trophy, and he's going to be talking mad shit. He's going to be like, you thought I was done and all this shit. I don't know. I know that's stupid. Um, but for some reason, I don't know why. I just, I just have that vision, and their team ain't bad. It's not impossible, but I don't see it happening. It's either bust. It's either chip or bust. Um, yeah, I, I think, I think they're either like, all right, they're doing really well. Maybe they'll redeem themselves, or it's like, all right, they're just not even fucking relevant. That you know, really that relevant. They'll be like a four seed, five seed. Either one, um, but I don't know. Maybe I'll throw five bucks on the Suns. We'll see, Burke. So I think this year was the best team out of the two years between this year and the team that went to the finals. Yeah. Because the team that went to the finals, they um, they got lucky. You know, they didn't have to play the Clippers with Kawhi. You know, otherwise, I think that they probably would have lost that. So they had a pretty easy finals journey. And I think they played the Lakers in the first round and LeBron and ED were both hurt. They, they won in six and then they swept the Nuggets who didn't have Jamal Murray or Michael Porter Jr. And then they got to play the Clippers without Kawhi. So then... You know, and then Giannis came in the finals and absolutely stomped their dicks off. So, <laughs> but um, put it lightly. But yeah, so I I basically think that you know because of the devastating loss of this year of losing to the Mavs in Game Seven as badly as they did, and dude, just the fact that Chris Paul literally the day he turned thirty seven looked like an old man start playing terrible that does scare me um I feel like his age really does show in the playoffs when these teams press up against him and I feel like two years ago was kind of the last time he could really go that far in the playoffs and still perform at a high level and I don't know if he has that anymore personally and I don't think like another year of maturity for Devin Booker, DeAndre Eaton, Cam Johnson, or um, yeah, or Cam Johnson, or Miles, or Mikhail Bridges. Like, I don't think another year of maturity is going to make up for, like, the lack of athleticism, mobility, just overall skills from Chris Paul that I think we're going to see with his age this season. And I just don't really think the emergence of other teams in the West that they're really going to be anything more than a four or five seed. Chris Paul was carrying way too much of the weight of that team in the playoffs. I mean, they beat the Pelicans, and I was like, if they didn't have Chris Paul, the Pelicans – Dude, he went 13 for 13 one game. Yeah. He was balling out. And we'll have good young players, too. Yeah. All right, let's move on here. Yeah. So some NBA teams are in trouble for tampering – with free agents. Justin, what are your thoughts about that? Wait, I, I didn't hear about this. So have her go first. I'll go first. We're all... I didn't hear about this either. Um, so basically it's like, you know how there's 
it's free agency starts and basically right away like the first second like it's like oh shit like this team this guy's going to this team it's like how is that possible they couldn't have negotiated in like two seconds like so it's basically like how teams are making agreement deals to free agents before the free agency period okay um personally i don't really have an issue with it like listen like jalen brunson he was going to go to the Knicks anyway. Like that was decided before this free agency period. So like, why does it matter? Like once then they can only start talking to the free agents. Like the guy wants to go where he's wanted. Like people knew the Knicks wanted him. He wanted out of Dallas. I don't really care. So I think they're making more of a bigger deal out of it just because everyone does it. It's, I really don't care, but I think it's just an overreaction on their part, but. Yeah, I don't – I've never really understood it. It's like what does that really change in the reality? Of well, exactly, yeah. Right? That's my whole thing too, yeah. I, I, I really don't know. I mean, I'm sure they have some sort of reason, but there's so many examples of like people mentioning it on like a talk show or something or like, or like barely referencing like a player going somewhere. And it's like – and they'll get fined like $50,000. Who knows? It could just be like a charity thing, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, I agree. I don't know. I always kind of viewed it as like the day that you can first sign people is just when like the actual payment, the the actual window opens. Like I didn't have a, I don't really have a problem with them. Right. Maybe if, if they all do it, I don't really have a problem with them like having relations with these players beforehand and Burke made a good point if it's already like known and that's just what they want to do what's the difference yeah yeah all right we'll move on here so Kyrie Katie Ben Simmons and Harden creating CBA issues really did your research for this Jonathan (laughs) what will their actions mean for the next collective collective bargaining agreement (laughs) start us off (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> All right. So basically, this goes back to the black hole of the NBA, which is the Brooklyn Nets, because every player here is connected to them somehow. Not the king. Um, so, I mean, where do we start? I mean, we can start off with Harden basically forcing his way out of the Rockets, pulling the shit that he did, where he was like, All right, I'll play, but like, I don't really give a fuck about the team and like causing like internal issues and just basically being like a dick about it. Right. And they basically forced them to trade him. Right. So that's like a huge issue that the collective bargaining agreement is basically where the owners and the players meet and they agree to terms. It's going to like issues like that. And now everything that Kyrie's done where he's refused to play games, like he wants to get paid even though he didn't get vaccinated. And then like all the shit that he's done with that organization. And now KD, like trying to force a trade out of Brooklyn. Yeah. Like he's, and you saw with a four year contract on your deal as like a top three player in the world, dude. And you're fucking trying to force your way out and trying to like in your team, has no way of getting equal value back for you. Yeah. And then Ben Simmons, obviously, with all of his pussy ass drama shit, we don't even need to get into that. Wow. So basically, it's like these guys are fucking the rest of the players in the NBA by pulling all this shit because they're going to have tougher restrictions now on all this stuff and, and all the freedom. And these players are going to get hit with way harder fines if they do any of this stuff. And it's all because of basically these four players that are all related to the Brooklyn Nets. Yeah. I would, I would have to wonder if a lower tier talent tried to pull the same thing, what would happen? Dude, fucking no. That's what Ben Simmons tried to do. And they called his bluff. Yeah. Ben Simmons is an all-star though. And, and they reached a settlement. I don't know what they didn't um, detail, you know, what was in the settlement, but I'm pretty sure he got paid a lot of that money. Well, dude, but the thing is, you can't do that because you don't have the leverage if you're not a player of that status. Yeah, but what does that have to do with leverage? Like, you're right, but... You can't demand trades and say, like, they're like, okay, we'll trade you. You're not a top player. 
<laughs> yeah, true. They'll be like, yeah, we'll send you down to f- the fucking G League, buddy. Exactly. Um, I don't know. I, I mean, I think it has to do with the specifics of the contract. I mean, a lot of contracts are guaranteed. Like Deshaun Watson, his whole contract is guaranteed, which I'm like, what the fuck? You're going to fucking see <laughs> anyone money. Not that guy. Giving money uh, for his legal defenses. Literally. I mean, <laughs> keep him away from the massage therapist. Jesus. Dude, um, apparently, apparently, um, Cleveland has National Massage Day. And it's like, what? yeah, it's a legitimate thing. Oh, uh, my God. Block from the stadium. No way. Yeah. Oh, my know. God. Um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think it's in the specifics of the contract, but also. It's hard, I think, to come up with like an all-encompassing like bargain to say like, oh, you can't do this because I don't know, man. They're it's not like cut and dry, like what they did necessarily. Like Kyrie had the COVID. James Harden, yeah, that was some bullshit. And that probably paved the way for other players. So he should really be the one who who was Kyrie basically used COVID. He like used COVID as an excuse, um, I think, but he was actually like went to a birthday party for like his daughter during the bubble. I and it was like basically like pur- yeah. purposely like you know broke protocol knowing what would happen. I don't know. Honestly, I was researching for the next question while we were talking about this. Massage, <laughs> massage therapist to hold national convention in Cleveland. Yeah, so I guess they're doing it like as a fuck you to him. I thought they, it was already a thing before he went. Oh there. my god! All All right. the, <laughs> I mean, listen. Oh, never mind. I'm not gonna get it. Um, sorry. All right, let me bring up the next topic here. Um, all right. So number seven. Which lottery team from both this year and last year's drafts have the best sophomore and freshman player duo? Burke? Um, so for me, I'm going to say the Pistons with ah. Jaden Ivey and Kate Cunningham. Um, Kate Cunningham, you know, like maybe didn't have the rookie season we all thought he would, but he had a solid season. season, was still first all team NBA. Um, I think it's going to take him a little to come into his own, you know, like he's more than just a scorer. He's like an overall player, kind of like LeBron in the sense, not that he's LeBron, but he has the same kind of good IQ. I think. Yeah. Like he's a facilitator. He can score, he can score from anywhere. So he's a solid player. And then now Jaden Ivy, you know, you got him as the one, I think you can kind of have that one, two connection in that NBA I mean, you look at these other duos where you got Stephen Clay, you got CP3 and Devin Booker, um, you know, before you used to have Damian Lillard and CJ McCollum. So you have these pretty good duos in the backcourt, and I feel like they could be the next pretty good duo. Um, I just think they'll be pretty good, but they're not going to be great just because the East is so deep and top, you know, so at and I feel like they're not even going to make they'll, – they'll be close to making the play-in, but I don't think they will. Um, but honestly, I think that works in their own benefit because then they just get another high draft pick, and then they have three pretty good players. So, I don't know. Like, I'm, I'm excited for to see what they can do because, like, I feel like those two guys got a lot of heart and, like, they're fun players with cool, pretty sick um, sets. Justin? Yeah, I was going to pick the Pistons, but I guess I'll pick my second one then, um, which I would say is the Rockets with um, Jabari Smith and Jalen Green. Um, I mean, I feel like in my head I was comparing it, the Rockets to the Magic, which would be Chet Holmgren and Josh Giddy, But, I mean, Jalen Green really stood out a lot out of all the other rookies no he struggled he struggled dude yeah, you said he, he was ass dude you roasted his ass off. that was before he went off at the end of the season okay all right he did suck though for like the first half of the season right 
Well, and then that dunk contest. Holy shit. Yeah. But like, who am I supposed to pick? It's tough because like Scotty Barnes and Evan yeah. Mobley are both on teams that made the playoffs. So I can't pick those teams. Yeah. So the Rockets, I'm going to go Jalen Green because he has crazy athleticism. Um, and then Jabari Smith is just a guy who I think is one of the going to be one of the top guys out of the draft. He's a sick three point shooter. Also has crazy athleticism. Um, so yeah, that's that's what I would say. My thing is, um, we'll have to see about um, what's his, what's his name on the Pistons, the guy who just got drafted. We'll have to see. He looked really good in uh, summer league, and he looks good. Um, but. Again, I think this question, it's, you know, there's a lot on the table still. We don't know how good these guys are going to be. Um, I mean, yeah, I think that's a fair pick. For me, I'm going to go with my fucking boy, Chet, and Josh Giddy on the Thunder. Um, you know, big, big fan of their sponsor, Loves. One of the best um, convenience store options on the highway in this country. Um but either way, I mean, Chet and Josh, they're just going to get it done. Um, will they be good? Maybe not. Will they be the, the most talented white rookie sophomore duo we've ever seen in our lives? I think you can bet your top dollar on that one. So that's my pick. I just want to say that the reason I didn't pick them is because Chet Holmgren apparently is already under an hour. Oh, Ron broke his foot. <laughs> <laughs> which freaks me out because he's fucking like he's a stick jesus dude um dude. but i get that also no one put pick the magic who um you know with uh boncaro and then who's the other dude from uh Wagner? no jalen suggs he yeah. was bad last year but yeah oh you're right it was jalen suggs we'll see yeah. that yeah, they still got Markel Fultz, so it'll be fine. Um, all right, number eight here. What are your expectations for Jamal Murray and Kawhi Leonard coming back from injury, Justin? Um, I think Kawhi is going to come back and be really good yeah. because I think he's just that type of player. And it's been shown in the past with guys like Paul George, even though he was a bit younger at the time when he had that serious injury, and KD had a really bad injury um, at one point, and they both kind of, because they're just absolute ballers, came back and were able to pick up where they left off. So I think Kawhi is going to be really good. Um, definitely the leader of the team, because Paul George, even though when he's even when he's not injured, he's just clearly a bit older at this point. He's still a good player, though. Um but yeah, I mean, I think the Clippers could go to the Eastern Con or the Western Conference Finals with Kawhi. I mean, I guess theoretically, even the finals, if it's really the type of Kawhi that you had in Toronto and on the Spurs. Um, so yeah, I have high hopes for him coming back. Jamal Murray, I think, is gonna struggle a bit hmm. just because I think his first really good year where he figured everything out was the year when he got injured basically yeah um he also was going off in the playoffs more than more than he did in the regular season kind of he's still a good player but he'd never been an all-star so even though i think the nuggets are going to be really good um just because he's still a big addition along with michael porter when you already have Jokic. but when yeah. people say oh jamal murray's coming back you can't get like too excited because he's yeah. not a superstar that's true. Um, yeah, that's a good point. I mean, you're right. He really only did have that breakout in the bubble. Um, and that's not to say that that's not, you know, real basketball. Obviously it is, but it's not the same. So, you know, maybe I think you can't put as much weight into that as like, oh, he did that last year in the playoffs, full stadium, full season type of deal. I mean, I think it would be rude to discount him on that. But, yeah, I think putting a little less weight into it. Um, I mean, I think the guy is really fucking good. I mean, I think he's a 25 to 27 points per game type of player. And he kind of – I think what he did is he showed us that, like, he does have that next level that he can get to in the playoffs, which I think is an underrated ass. Like, an underrated quality of some players is, is can they jump to that next level unneeded? I think he showed us he, you know, we, he can, 
they're going to be good. Obviously, they have Jokic. I mean, they were still good last year. They're they're a contender in my mind. Um, so I think he's going to come back good. Yeah, maybe he struggles a little. Um, I think we'll figure it out. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I think we'll figure it out in time. And if he can pull off that playoff performance again, who the fuck knows? Um, and then yeah, as for Kawhi, I mean, he's a robot. I don't I don't really know what else there is to say. I don't know how long he's been out, but he really needed that break. Um, I mean, he played that series. I mean, you know, he won the chip with Toronto, worked his fucking ass off. I thought that man was going to fall apart. And then he came back, played one for the Clippers. Um, he really needed a rest. I mean, the guy was getting overplayed. He carried both what? of those teams. What? Oh, you're right. Load management ass motherfucker. Listen. He carried the Raptors on his back. Yeah, he should have fired after that year. He needed rest, and he got hurt, <laughs> and he's going to be fine. Burke, what do you want? All right. Well, <laughs> first of all, like, I like me some Kawhi Leonard, but, like, you dick riding over here. Um, <laughs> I'm just mad you didn't pick him in the MVP bet. <laughs> if you say like that. No. But, like, dude, come on. This guy, all right, he lost. He blew a 3-1 lead to the Nuggets in the in the bubble. All right, you're right. I Wait, forgot about that. You were predicting yeah, yeah, you forgot about that. I did forget about that. Eric, I thought you were saying that you told me the other night, though, that Clippers are your top pick to come out of the West. Dude. They are. Okay. So here's the thing. So, yes, I do think the Clippers with Kawhi now, I think, they, I think they're going to come out of the West. I think – they're the best team. I think Kawhi Leonard having now rested for almost a year and a half now since his injury, I think is going to come back, maybe not at the start of the season, but at some point. And if he's like KD and he like comes back right away, just as good as he was before, which I feel like is very likely. I mean, with Paul George, if he stays healthy you had a Norman Powell. You got Reggie Jackson still. Um, Serge Ibaka still, do they? No, no, no. He's on the oh, on the, the Bucks on the right. Bucks now. Okay. Um, I don't know the Clippers honestly. Like they're such a boring team without Kawhi. I don't really watch him, but yeah. they got good depth. Reggie Jackson. Yeah, Reggie Jackson. Luke Kennard. Oh, I love Kennard. that. Love that guy. No, so they have some good players. Like, I think they're just a very deep team overall. Um, but, so, but yeah, I think that they honestly can go that far to the – I think they can make it to the finals. Um, I think they're built to make it out of the West. I mean, that being said, the Nuggets with a healthy Jamal Murray did come back from a three-to-one lead on them and beat them. So – I don't know. We'll see. So, but as far as Jamal Murray, dude, like I'd say, honestly, I think they can make it to the conference finals, but I think they might lose to the Clippers. That's fair. Um, yeah. I think that's very much like what, what can happen. I mean, Jamal Murray, before he got hurt, he was averaging 21 a game, which oh, wow. as the second best player on a team. Like that's not that bad. Yeah. You know, when Jokic is having an MVP season. It's not that good. So, it's okay. It's not great, but like you're the second best player on a, on a three C team. So. Yeah. But in this day and age, that ain't getting it done. I mean, in the well, league, but, but he's shown that in the playoffs, he's able to elevate his, his playing style, you yeah. know, and that was in the bubble. So yeah. if he's able to do that, and Michael Porter Jr. is back healthy. I think the team has like a real shot. I mean, I, I said I would take the Clippers over them, but I think it would be a close series. I think it'd go to seven. Like, that would honestly be the Western Conference Finals. Even though I said that I think Jamal Murray's going to struggle, I a lot mean, like, maybe the first half of the season or so. Yeah. And I also think just, like, betting on the Nuggets is – like I might throw some money on them to win it because yeah. they're probably a good value. And honestly, like they have Jokic and they're getting back the second and third best players on their team. It's team. true. It's true. I don't I think they're gonna win the rest of their well, I want to look at the rest of their roster. I mean, I don't know. They have bones. bones. 
Who? Bones Highland. No idea who that is. He's a <laughs> I love him. He's their fourth best player now. All right, number nine here. Um, so Justin and John, MVP bet discussion. Is this the new one or the one from last year? We're doing no. a new one. We did it on Monday night. Okay. Um, all right, Justin, you want to read your team off first? Yeah, I didn't take it down, but I remember a lot of it. All right, wait, wait. I'll just, I'll just actually go. So Justin won the coin toss, so he got the first pick. So I was kind of pissed about this because I actually like think this guy is gonna win the MVP. He took Giannis. Guess who? Yeah. Well, Embiid. He took Giannis. (laughs) I'm kidding. Obviously. So he took Giannis, and then I did the smart thing and I took Luca first on my side. And then Justin took, I done that. Justin took Steph three. Which is dumb. I don't like that. I, t- I, I regret that one. You don't like that? I just don't think he puts up the – he doesn't stat stuff enough. Like, you have guys putting up triple doubles. Like, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, every other game. But, yeah, go on. And then I took Embiid number four. Fucking got you, Ollie. Yes, sir. Um. And then number five, Justin took Kawhi, which I like that. You like that? And then number six, I took KD. I don't like that though for some reason, just because I yeah, don't. Now that he's back on the Nets, like I don't if think NBA... it's possible if he stays healthy all year to win the MVP. I mean, if he stayed yeah. healthy the last two seasons, he probably yeah. would have been the MVP. No, I mean it's not a bad pick. I felt bad about letting him slide that far. I just like didn't want to pick him because I feel like the NBA is a get the narrative is not with him right now. Well, yeah. Um, all right, then what? Um, and then number four, Justin took Ja, who I was gonna take next. That's a good one. Um, but then, well, that actually that was number five over whatever. But then I took Jason Tatum next. Yeah. Um, and then Justin took Devin Booker. Nice. And then this one was a little out there. I took Anthony Edwards. I was out there. So you never know. Outside of left field, buddy. Now you got to bet on him to win it. I know. And then Justin took Zion. I like that. And then I took took AD. Oh, had to throw him in there. Had to throw him in. And then Justin took Jokic. That's, That's that Fox Sports 1 propaganda. Getting it first year. <laughs> and then Justin took Jokic just because I, I guess he fell so far because he's already wanted to. Yeah, yeah, I knew he wasn't gonna win three times in a row, but I was like, I mean, I can't not pick him. Uh, I mean, yeah. That's crazy. And then I, I think Luca. Oh yeah, go ahead. But yeah, and then I took Trey Young, and then Justin took Jimmy Butler, and then I took LeBron. Good shit. It's a solid list. Zion's low-key my favorite sleeper. He's your favorite sleeper? Yeah, just because, like, that guy was so good when he played, and the Pelicans are actually kind of stacked. I don't know. Like, it's a huge sleeper. Like, Dude, for me, it's Trey Young. If, like, he can get some fucking help from uh, DeJounte. Yeah. He could have play more off-ball. Yeah. It could be more of, yeah, one of those later guys this year, we'll say. Um, yeah, I think Luke is going to win it. But yeah, I think it's either Luca or Giannis this year. Like it's Giannis has already won two, right? Yeah, but dude, if he like has the best record in the East, and they would easily give it to him. And and averages is like thirty, like twelve. So hasn't won in three two years. True, but Luca does deserve one at some point. Yeah. Yeah. All right, last topic of the night here. Solid list though. Um, I'll definitely be interested to see who wins that one. How much money? 50. Wow. Okay. Here we go, baby. All right. So topic of the, you know, last of the night. Here. Would the Bucks have beat the Celtics if Chris Middleton was healthy? I already alluded to this earlier. Yes, the Bucks would have won. Um, you know, I believe the Bucks lost in seven, right? Yeah, in seven. I think the Bucks would have won in six with Middleton. Um, I mean, yeah, the guy, the guy obviously has proved to be a very important part to that team. 
Um, I mean, he, he doesn't shy away in the playoffs. Um, and, you know, he just makes that team a lot better. Um, so, yeah. And again, I kind of alluded to it earlier as well. Like, yeah, the Celtics were really good. They were really hot, most importantly. But I don't know, man. I think Bucks would have won. Yeah, I think the Bucks would have won too, um, especially because the series was so close. Like adding a guy like Chris Middleton like turns the favor for the Bucks a good amount. So they would have won. They also didn't have the uh, three point. They don't have great three point shooting outside of Middleton. They really rely on him. So sure. well, it's decent. It's decent. It's decent. It's not yeah. that good. Middleton gives you twenty. Yeah, I guess. But Bro, like, Lopez can shoot for a big man. Drew Holiday can shoot. Well, Drew Holiday's can shoot, but I don't really want Pat Connaughton taking my shots in the playoffs. Agreed. Dude, I mean, he was big in those playoffs against the, or in those finals against the. Sun. Yeah, but that's when they had everything going for them. Like, notice he wasn't as good because he probably had more load on his shoulders. Yeah. All right. What do you think? <laughs> um, yeah, I honestly like it's it sucks because like you know the Celtics did win, and I, being a Celtics fan, did want them to win. But I have to admit, if the Bucks did have Middleton, I think they definitely would have lost. I mean, the Bucks were up three two, and Giannis in that game six had like forty four and twenty two, some like crazy stat line. Um, and it like took Tatum to have like a 45 point game in order for them to beat the Bucks in Milwaukee. And then the Bucks after that, like Giannis still balled out, but the rest of the team just looked gassed. And without Middleton to kind of, you know, stop the run, stop some of the bleeding with on these runs by making a couple shots that they needed, it, it just didn't work out for them. But yep. um, yeah, I just, I, I think like the, the Bucks if they had beaten the Celtics, I honestly do think they would have won the finals in two-peated. And that's my whole thing. I agree. Like, I think that series, in my head, I thought whoever won that series was going to win the finals. But I feel like if the Bucs had matched up with the Warriors, they they literally would have had no one to stop Giannis. He would have averaged like 45, 18, and, and 10. Yep. All right, good stuff tonight, boys. Um, we're all going to be in the New Jersey area at some point soon. So, uh, all the New Jersey listeners, you know, come and visit the boys, uh, you know, buy us drinks. Um, you know, I haven't looked at our fan page in a while, but I'm sure it's growing. Yeah. Um, and then another thing is, you know, maybe we have a little special guest on here, you know, maybe, maybe next episode, one of these next episodes you know, make it a little interesting. Get the yeah, band yeah. going. It's a little monster. The monster would be interesting. That'd, that'd be funny. Yeah, some hot takes. But that about does it for episode 15. It's been a pleasure. And have a great rest of your day.